You're listening to Fakeologist Audio Chat. This is a new and exciting way to communicate with fellow fakeologists from all over the world. Each day we compress and post the day's audio into a file that can be big or small. Discover new voices and ideas that talk about media fakery like you never did before. Please search for Fakeologist Audio Chat and Fakeologist Main Show on your favorite podcast app. To connect to our always on and always streaming audio chat, go to fakeologist.com forward slash audio chat. To listen to the live stream, go to fake11.com forward slash radio 2. Now, on with the audio chat. Good morning, good afternoon, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. This is the Fakeologist speaking. It is Saturday morning. January the 21st, year of our Lord, 2023. And this is the evening commute, also with an ounce of salt who has just joined me in the audio chat. Hello, Frank. Ni hao. Why are there so many songs about Faco? And what's on the other side? You got any more? No, I haven't. It's a start. Happy uh, New Year if you're Chinese or of otherwise Asian extraction. Oh, that's right. You're the rabbit, the white rabbit. (laughs) Where is, um, where is, um, be told? No, I was, I was actually thinking about. The English guy whose name escapes me just momentarily. The English nurse, ex-musician, who always talks about rabbits. I'm lost. That's okay. It'll come to me just when you last at least expect it. So what's happening over there? Well, it's just another winter day, cold, uh, not too much sun. Sun production, solar production for me has been very low this month. Yeah. Very gray. Gray usually means cloud cover, which means low deck, which means a little bit warmer. So the temperature has been hovering around freezing all month. We really didn't get into any serious negative temperatures so far. That's the weather report. Okay. Uh, one degree seems quite low to me, but that's okay. That's minus one or negative one right now. But it's going to climb to a whopping plus two. Wow, fantastic. It's been stunning weather here. I've been windsurfing. It was great. Just amazing. Just amazing. That's great. It seems like Australia is a more hospitable climate to thrive in. I, I would say for sure. If the only problem is there's no, well, up until this year, rain has always been the limitation for Australia. 
Lack of well, rain. If you look Lack at the map, water. Australia is mostly a desert. It's mostly not. a desert. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very dry. Yeah. yeah. You just have some vegetation around the edges. Correct. The ocean. Which yeah, is that's... probably why most people live around the periphery, because there's water, and water is essential for yeah. life. Yeah, and I, I, I often think a lot of people fail to recognize that the reason the USA and Japan are so economically successful is because of the amount of water that they have. Okay. And, and in particular, apparently, the Mississippi-Missouri system and the river systems all over the USA have been a big driver in economic success in the USA. Well, I've never heard of that theory. I thought it was yeah. just a Protestant work ethic. <laughs> so there you go. It's it, because the water transport was easy. Um, yeah, because the whole system of... Of uh, being well, the railway is what colonized and settled America more than anything. I thought the well, state sponsored the public-private partnership of the railway. <laughs> so no, it's not. It's the river system that carries the bulk of. Even now, I think it carries a huge amount of freight in the USA. I just don't buy that. I don't. I don't see where is that the Erie Canal which came just before the railway, is long since defunct. There's nothing moving back and forth on that. I, I still want to go down and see if it's still there. I'm going to find this thing for you. Didn't even mention the Erie Canal, I don't think. It just talked about the, yeah. the main river systems of the oh. USA. I, I don't buy it. I don't buy it at all. It doesn't make sense. To, not to me. There you go. Interesting. I challenge that. But yeah. uh, other than that, it's been a fairly flat week. Not a lot going on. Um, did a well, couple except, shows. That, except that the big thing that's happening this week is this um, this playing out of the um, discussion about how the jabs were bad and much more information coming out in mainstream media about the sacrifice being made by the people that took the jab. Is that an Australian story or worldwide? No, it's, it's, it's to Le Monde as far as I understand. But it's, and I, I noticed it in just as in my... So um, what's that WTF? What's a WTF pointed it out that it was in the... Um, in the, you know, when they did the planning of the, what was it, Show 201 or something before the... Event 201. Event 201. How in the final chapter there was a part on how all this is going to... Uh, and after three years it would end and there'd be, you know, a discussion about the people that took the jabs and how, whether the government would... Um, Honor them for their, yeah. Honor them for their sacrifice, or or commiserate with them on their sacrifice or something. WHF Entertainment. She pointed it out, 
and then lo and behold, it appears in my newsfeed. Oh, there you're talking about what's her face? It's called WHF Entertainment. Yeah, but her name is what's her face? Like I wish I could remember her name. Well, that was her original channel. It's called What's Her Face. Right. Yeah, she's a Puerto Rican or something, based in the USA. No, she's from Canada. Is she? Yeah, I used to be a patron of hers, but right. then she went really quiet, so I withdrew my. I just re. I just re. Um, jig all my support every month, so I just chat. As they find new people and other people go quiet. Yeah. Yeah, she's a pretty interesting story. Very uh, eloquent, very feisty. Okay, I like so her he, a lot. So this is on my news feed on my phone, the top article. Public taken for a ride. EU yielded to commercial interest over COVID-19 vaccines, NGOs say. Now... That's um, pretty astonishing. Appearing on my phone. The agreement signed between European Commission and pharmaceutical companies to roll out COVID-19 vaccines offered significant long-term benefits to the corporations involved to the detriment of public health and global equality. Research by NGOs has found private interests exerted undue influence over European policymakers during the COVID-19 pandemic, resulting in a crying lack of transparency on publicly funded vaccine contracts, which left the public with more questions than answers. Rowan Dunn, EU Advocacy Coordinator at Global Health Advocates, a French NGO, has said. So, and, and I think... So now, also we're, couple, so now we're doing the blame game. Now we're I guess doing the that's blame what game. Yeah, but all of that is a distraction from the whole idea that vaccines, all vaccines are toxic and poison and injure and kill people. Uh, it really does. It just changes the channel from that topic. There's only one topic to talk about. And um, this is my fundamental disagreement with IPS, who I enjoy most of his stuff. The guy is so bang on. It's He's the best conspiratainment out there. I, just before I came on here, I was listening to him on his 119 show. It's such a good show. I'm going to put it on Faco too because there's just tons of good stuff on there. I can't even select enough good sections, so I'll just put the whole thing on there on Faco too, which you're uh, a wannabe shareholder of. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, just I, think- I am a wannabe shareholder, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, I really just think they're just continuing this narrative that government's incompetent government is overly influenced which of course they are that i'm not i'm going to agree with that uh canucklaw.ca ronnie who won't talk to me anymore because i support chris sky that steroid looks like exhibiting muscle guy that's five foot tall but speaks truth all day long uh but that's fine ronnie was Ronnie was showing all she does is go through the the lobbying registry. We have one of those in Canada. So if you speak to anyone in government, you have to register that in a registry and anyone can read it. And it's just 
all Pfizer all the time. They go and talk to every single member of Parliament in Canada and sit down in their office and tell them what's up. So that's and it's a it's a complete revolving door between working for Pfizer, working for one of these big harma companies and being a campaign consultant for all these MPs. So literally they are all sponsored by Pfizer, all of them. Yeah. I don't know if you have a lobby registry. Yes, there's in there'll Australia. Be an yeah, yeah, there'll be an equivalent thing here. Yeah, just look up Pfizer and see what you you can tell what they've been doing. So what you're saying in undue influence on the EU which are those are unelected, unelected parliamentarians. I guess they're appointed. Same thing. So it's no, it's no surprise. No, but the interesting thing is that it's um, how the storybook is playing out exactly from the event two hundred one. All of, even I, these, no, I, even even this part was discussed in event two hundred one. Right. It's very interesting. Well, it's a fantastic template slash drill that they brought out, and this is their modus operandi for all events. They always mm. they always do a drill, and then it always just goes live out of the blue, and they they're so surprised when it happened. It's such a it's such a weak model, but people fall for it, or they're defenseless against it. It's bizarre. Yep. Well, I'll be, um, you know, as we've talked about, it all seems to be falling back on the doctors. So you are of the view, I, I think what you were saying before and didn't I didn't quite get the full sentence out of you, is that you are saying that you think that injections are harmful. IPS yeah. is, is saying they're not harmful after that the break. That is correct. After the break, Rick and Rollo. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. This is Martha from London, now living in Scotland, and you're listening to Fakeologist Audio on fakeologist.com. Ah, it's a new one. I just put him in. He went to fake11.com forward slash bumper, and he recorded that. So well done, Martha. One person followed through in the last week, so thank you Marfa, or Stephen, whatever your name is, well done. And perfect audio quality. Perfect audio Perfectly quality. executed. Yeah. And you can well, do that too, fake11.com forward slash bumper, the script is right there, you can take your time, you can redo it, it's easy. And uh, the fakeologist is offering a tremendous prize uh, he, what he's going to do is listen to all the recordings um, over the next month and adjudicate on the most meaningful, deeply thought out um, reading of the script. You're not allowed to change any of the words. All of the meaning has to come from your emotional state. So it's tough yeah. prize to win. It's a very tough prize I, I to don't... win. I don't really mind if they change the words. Somebody sent me some AI bumpers. Everyone's doing AI now. It's the whole rage. Uh, Tim, 
Tim Osmond has a website called conspiratainment.com where he generates news stories from AI, fake news stories. It's actually interesting. And Dave J did some AI graphic with me in it. Oh, and he's, he's really doing a great job on that stuff. It's crazy how good yeah. it is. Yeah. So we, I'm going to look into that maybe one day. And so there's another website where someone generated some audio using AI for bumpers. Now, here's the problem. I was I listened to it the other day, and I can't find it anymore. I can't remember how they sent it to me, whether it was an email or a telegram. I can't find the damn email. So who are, I think it was IBD or IDB, that person at Pacific, some email at Pacific. So if you are the one that sent it, please resend it because I am so scatterbrained or I deleted it or it went into the, an internet black hole. I can't find it. I would look, spend an hour looking for it yesterday because I wanted to put it in the bumpers for today, but I can't find it. So maybe I'll find it in the future. But if you are listening and you made that, just send it to me again because I am going to use those AI bumpers. They're funny. I don't well, know. A huge endorsement. So, but getting back to the real fake debate, because um, Dave J, a well known FACO contributor, is very much of the, of the opinion that they are not harmful, but they do. Well, they, you know, there's no killing Dave, going on. Dave J doesn't they, think. Dave J doesn't think they're harmful? He doesn't think they do any killing, per se. He does think that they oh. allow a kind of control system to occur. He doesn't think there's any actual clotting going on, jamming up your arteries. He doesn't think any of that's happening. Okay. That's right. So if I'm misrepresenting you, Dave J, please put something in the show-related notes if you're listening. Oh, he will. He will. Okay. Um, well, what about turbo cancer? I my neighbor has turbo cancer and now is walking around without any hair or boobs. So, unless that's just a coincidence of timing. Well, I, I, I think I think the comment that you made last week is the one that's catching on. Is is that a lot of people are essentially saying that it's it's demographic related? Uh-huh. You know that the. In elevated rate of um, what do we call miscarriages, mortality rate. Well, I don't know what the miscarriage rate is. I haven't been able to get those figures really. Okay. Well, somebody was promoting it in the last six months and said it's off the charts. Right. Abortion, spontaneous abortions are happening at a high rate, maybe 80%, which is just absolutely wow. crazy if it's true. If it's true, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, everything I say could be followed by if it's true. Because I, I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm not tallying these numbers. I don't know who's tallying the numbers. So I don't trust anyone or anything. But Yeah. So if the, t- if the numbers for Victoria are true... Yeah. Uh, that is not a demographic thing. The 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 change in the mortality rate was too 
abrupt. It was it was reducing, and now it's rising. To pause for a minute. But again, I think the the really interesting thing for me personally is, you know, the even the the revelations about the vaccination was scripted out in event two hundred one. Quite fascinating, and I wasn't aware of that until I listened to um, to WHF WHF Entertainment. So we're looking for caller inners to discuss these topics. And crypto is another big topic this week. Huge topic. I've heard, I've just been listening to, because I've been taking an interest in crypto, a whole bunch of um, um, financial gurus end up appearing on my, on my, um, if you like, playlist table, suggested that I listen to, you know, all the various pontifications about what's going to happen to Bitcoin and these other coins and what their future is. And it was very interesting that, in general, the idea is that Bitcoin is going to continue to strengthen, but for various reasons quoted, that all the other coins are going to fade away. We're back. Did you hear what I was talking about, the um, Bitcoin versus the other coins? I'll go ahead, say that again. Well, I, so in my, in my, you know, I've been reading and getting various commentary about, you know, f- what's going on in the, in the financial world, all sorts of things. Oh, right. Do you have an silver. epic uh, pay wallet, by the way? Can I send you I've a got coin? It. Yeah, you've sent me a coin, and it's it's I gone sent up. Yeah, thank you for that. And I've got to I've got to get more, I guess. Um, but this fellow was saying that Bitcoin, he reckons, going to go. Uh, just you know, one of these random people you hear on the various financial. So yeah. the way the way the way it came onto my screen was quite randomly, obviously. When I say things, talk about things, and search for things, then various um, services listen to you. Yeah, are put up to my attention. Yeah, and I listen. I listen to. That's very reasonable, and it's very, I would say, simple to do. Yeah, and so so, I, I get that. As I listen to all of these things, I'm talking about gold, silver. Bitcoin, what's going to happen to the dollar, what the Federal Reserve is going to do. Um, are they they're going to some people say they're going to pull money away, some people are going to say they're never going to drop interest rates. You know, it's it's uh, you know, people are basically trying to read the tea leaves. But one of the comments I heard was that Bitcoin is going to go to the moon and he valued Bitcoin at $2 million a coin, theoretically. Ah. Wow. That's funny. Uh, and, and he said that he said that the other coins are just going to fall away because 
they simply haven't garnered enough attention. Um, yeah. No, I don't believe that. That's like saying this one stock is going to go to the moon and every other stock is going to do nothing. Like, I, I'm not a currency speculator. I've never really got into currencies. They're extremely dangerous just because they can move very quickly and wipe you out if they go one way or the other. If you are buying, say, currency futures, which are just... Um, um, well, any any, any any leverage thing. If you can't if you can't afford to lose the money, you, yeah. in my opinion, you're you're being very rash. Yeah, but there are lots of people that play currencies all day long. They've been doing it forever since there were currencies. Just yeah. betting the different uh, the different uh, trades: U.S. dollar versus Swiss franc. I always I always hear about the Swiss franc. That's a highly traded currency, by the way, Swiss franc. I'm when not sure I was, why. When I was in my 20s and 30s, you could make money yeah. simply by yeah. what's called arbitrage, where you could right. you could yeah. move, move money around three or four currencies, and just by the differentials, you could make money. Well, yeah, you could move them. Arbitrage is um, buying out of one market and selling it over to another market where it's not quite the same price. So yep. You make little bits of money, but you just do it a million times to yep. make a million pennies. But and, so, and that's what keeps that's what keeps the prices similar between markets, arbitrage agents, because what when they do that, they move the price and they they line up almost perfectly around different markets. So yeah. I but when I, when apparently that was a you know that was quite a lucrative way to make money when I was a child. I oh, sorry yeah. when I was I in my twenties. I think but computers apparently do it now. Well, apparently, it's all set up so that by the time you pay all the various fees, etc., you can't make money out of it. Well, now I think it's automated, though. Right. So I think computers do a lot of that arbitraging. So if because computers are super fast and it's automatic, I'm pretty sure that it would level the prices across the markets instantly. Right. So I think. I think automation has probably removed those differentials so you can't make money doing it. I think that's a more likely reason. Right. Just like now, computers make auto parts. So they fit perfectly now. There's there's no real room for human error when it comes to a lot of the robotics because everything is perfect, so there's not a misaligned fender or um, maybe a windshield that doesn't quite fit and then it cracks when it rolls off the line. All these things are perfected by computers and robotics. And I think it has a lot to do with why cars just don't fall apart as much anymore. A lot of the moving parts have just been replaced by computers as well. A lot yeah. of the uh, points, and uh, you're old enough to know about points and condensers and distributor yes. caps. I mean, we were replacing those damn things every year, all yep. the time. They were just like regular tune-up parts because they mm. just wore out or they moved, uh, that kind of thing. Mm. Anyway, I'm really rambling. I'm really off topic, but that's how my <laughs> brain works. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not recommending that uh, people buy large positions in any crypto. I think it's crazy unless you have lots of fun money to burn 
but it's not an investment. Like we're more, I'm more interested in it being a micropayment system or just a, a, or a store of value in general. If you think your Canadian dollars are evaporating by about 10% a year, well, you're right. They are. They actually are. You're losing money by using your state's currency because of inflation that they created. And they have all the money, so they're using inflation so they can buy up distressed businesses and properties and take them over for a huge discount. That's just yeah. what rich people do. Yeah. That's what they do. They create situations where they can do that. And it's always the regular guy that just has a salary who's ignorant of the money system that gets gets destroyed by it. Yeah. So if and you're so looking for crypto, yeah, if you want to look at crypto being a store of value, it could be. I'm not going to say it is, but it, it has the everything... It's non-inflationary because you can't make more of it. Although Peter Schiff, who's a gold bug, he's all—they always ask him for a for a Bitcoin comment because they know it's always going to be—he's going to trash it. And he says, "Well, what if they mine all the 21 million bitcoins?" And then Satoshi pops up and says, "Surprise! I'm going to issue 21 more million." I mean, he's always there saying these kind of things to scare people. Mm. I don't think it's true that it will happen or could happen, but just him saying that is enough to scare lots of people. Which, and well, we know again, that, that 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 whole idea that I've talked about before—the two million dollars per Bitcoin—he is saying is based on the fact that there's only twenty-one million Bitcoins. Well, there's can, not even twenty-one million. There's probably only about eighteen million. And they got three million to go, but the way they do it is it gets harder and harder to mine them. I get, I can't, I don't know what the formula is, but it's harder and harder to mine them. So it could be another hundred years before they actually mine the, the next three million, the last three million. Yeah. So anyway, that was the, that was the, the logic of this particular fellow was that it's, yeah. um, that, you know, given if you if you worked out, he he listed all the asset classes, etc., 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 and essentially he said, you know, and if you assume that cryptocurrency could work out to be, and he just gave a, a very low number as a percentage of the of the asset classes, um, given that there's only twenty one maximum of twenty one million of these things, they're worth, in his mind, two two million dollars each. Um, right. So well, the market cap of um, of Bitcoin. Let me look it up right now. I'll give you an accurate price. I use CoinGecko app. Let me look right now. Okay, Bitcoin is um, now at twenty two nine seventy. It's up. Uh, I can't even say. It's now, market cap is $443 billion, which isn't a lot of money. I don't know what the market cap he, of he, he's talking about, is or Apple. He's talking about trillions of dollars. Yeah, I, I get it. Um, well, I guess I, I don't get it. 
at all because I just, you know, if you have a limited money supply, how would the world work? If the whole idea is, you know, if there's only 21 million and there's billions of people in the world, just taking the right figures, and there's only 24 million bitcoins, well, how is that a functioning currency? That doesn't make any sense. How would it operate? If, if, if I can only get, well, in fact, I can't get one at all. You get fractions of it. Well, then how does, the, how, what protects the fractions of a Bitcoin? I don't know what you're getting at. Um, but these are good questions and you could ask them because we can't get a hold of Satoshi, whoever he is, or if he's a fictional character created by the banks. Yeah. We can ask these of uh, Max Freeman of Epic Cash, and yeah. that would be a more – he would answer that probably better. He's pretty good at this kind of stuff, and uh, that's the good thing about Epic Cash is you can talk to the guy that has a lot to do with it. I don't know if he invented well, it well, or he's just so, promoting so let's, it. So let's go – let's just follow the logic then of what, what we just said about you get fractions of it. If you get fractions of a Bitcoin, then effectively you're making them unlimited, aren't you? Because there's no limit to the fractionation that can occur. So therefore, the no, idea that there's no, a limit no, doesn't make not. any sense. Well, there is a limit because there is a limit. It's a, it, there's no limit to fiat currencies because they just do quantitative easing. Well, let, let me just let me go through my logic again for you one more time. You've already we've already acknowledged that twenty one million is insufficient number of tokens for okay, the hold for on, the job I gotta pay attention here for one sec because I think the highway is closing in front of me. Oh, <laughs> yes, it is. But yeah, go ahead. Let's try and figure this out. If if there are only 21 million coins even possible after, after the, break. the break. Frank and... I'm Delacroix. I'm Ashika. Dave George. Cody from Memphis. Silver Bay. Chris from Hoaxbusters. You are listening to Fakeologist Radio at Fakeologist.com. Delacroix shut down. Yeah, his um, view from the bog isn't operating, isn't working. Do you check on it regularly? Yeah, I checked on it the other day. Today, in fact, this morning. And it wasn't going. Oh, that's pretty cool. So that was... Um, Del Cor, if you're listening, check in. Come and say hello to us. Please. Uh-oh, someone is... Someone's laying on the highway getting chest compressions. That's not good. That's not good. I don't like to see that at this time of the morning. Good Lord. Ooh. They're pounding away on them. Are you kidding me? Oh. No. No, no, no. I just thought some guy was uh, on, the, on the highway with the police working his chest. That's not Jesus. nice. There's a crash. There's a crash. And the roads are perfectly dry today, so somebody's obviously uh, racing away. It happens. Mm. 
But yeah, that that reminds me of the Demar case where they said they were pounding his chest, doing chest compression CPR for nine minutes. Mm. Uh, it doesn't take long to just bust all your ribs doing that. It's not, you know, it's obviously to save your your life, but it's extremely dangerous to uh, be just pushing that hard on your chest. Now, obviously, mm. this guy probably didn't have a pulse. That's probably why they're doing it, but pretty nasty and I don't think you can do it for nine minutes you probably kill the guy if he wasn't already dead I think you have to continue the resuscitation attempts until you're instructed by a doctor to stop that's my understanding yeah but I, I, I think there is a finite time where you're probably just doing more harm than good but I guess well, if the guy is, if, 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 if his if, heart guess, stopped, you can't be doing any more harm, can you? Yeah, I guess that's true. That is true. You know, you don't pound on someone who's alive. That's that's dangerous, obviously, and stupid. Yes. Mm. Anyway, so going back to the Bitcoin situation, if there are only 21 million of those things that are not enough. And then if you're fractionating them, then there's no end to the level of fractionation you can do, is there? No, but you're not creating new ones, though. That's the whole thing. But you, you, are, buying... but you are. You're creating new tokens. No, you're every creating... To- no, every, you're every not. You're, time you've... you're not. No, you're not, because you... you're buying a percentage of one. Okay, but there's no limit to the infinitesimality of the of the... But the only way they can lose value is if they make more. I think we agree on that. No, They're not th- making more. You're just getting a, a, a percentage of one. A but tiny... the total quantity, I know what you're saying, but it's not going to change the value. I just it's don't not... see... The, the, the only way, the currency just goes up, the price per unit goes up when more people want it. That's supply and demand. If you don't change the supply, but you increase the demand, it's just going to go up. And yeah, each fraction is going to be... Mm-hmm. And doesn't the security of the token, if you start fractionating it, doesn't that fracture the security of the token? I don't see how. Well, what? Don't forget that banks were, I believe, allowed to only have 10%. They, they could reloan the same dollar out 10 times. That's well, what they, dilutes the values. They completely, yeah, that, that's, they completely you walked know, away I, from that I did a post, somebody, somebody on Twitter, and I get a lot of stuff on Twitter, um, put a, put a book out, PDF out, a book called The Illusion of Money. Yeah. And I put it in the fakeologist forums under the coronavirus hoax because I didn't that seemed like the best place to put it. Yeah. And um, I was going to read a bit of it. I don't know who did it. I don't know. I didn't get to the I've got the bottom. Or, yeah. Oh, you have it? Okay. I've had it for a long time, yeah. I think it was based, okay, so it's just a PDF. I think he's talking about the high street banks in London. Mm-hmm. I think that's, so is that the same book? Because that's, just, yeah. I only read a few pages. 
Yeah. I think it's a good start to figure out what we're into, what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so as I said, if you if you if the whole setup of a particular coin and it's your ability to be be secure in it is it's in its totality, isn't it? That's what I understood. Transferring a bitcoin. Rather than you can't transfer, what do you do? You say, "Oh, look, I've got a share in your Bitcoin." Well, I don't see that because there's only some 18 million Bitcoins out there, mm-hmm. and so now you have to buy it off somebody else. But somebody, but you can't. All you the can't Bitcoins buy. are all the. You can't All buy a whole one. You haven't got now. enough money. You want to buy. You want to buy some a block of chocolate. Yeah, so I buy a piece of, of an existing Bitcoin out there. Yeah, but there's not. Can... It doesn't make more Bitcoins if I just buy a fraction of it. I just have a fraction of it, so I'll have point zero 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 one percent of that Bitcoin. It doesn't change the total quantity. It just means there's going to be a lot more people with a lot more fractions. And so how fraction do you secure? How do you mm-hmm. ensure that people are not forging their Bitcoin fractions? Well, I think the whole thing about the blockchain is we can see every transaction that ever occurred. And that blockchain, which is just an electronic ledger, is available to anyone to scrutinize and analyze. And I guess by that fact, it's harder to sneak or forge or somehow fabricate Bitcoin into the blockchain. I'm not saying it's impossible because I just don't know how to uh, create, how to do ledger fraud. You'd have to talk to maybe some forensic accountants who know about that. Mm. All right, well, I'll... As I said, I'm happy to take that offline, but um, there seems something illogical about it to me. All right. I'll keep. I, I don't see it. I'm not seeing your point of view on that, which is fine. Well, to me, as I said, the problem of trying to limit the amount of currency is that it is going to limit the transactions that take place. But that, But I just don't think it will. But... Don't forget Nixon took America off the gold standard, so you could only issue money based on the amount of gold out there. Now, they could still mine gold. It's just obviously expensive, and we're told gold is rare enough, so you couldn't get, you couldn't make unlimited gold. Yeah. So I think it's the same principle. Once you go off the gold standard, then you can just do whatever you want with the money supply. But one of the things... One of the problems with using gold, right, and it's the same problem, the problem with using gold as a money supply is that there is a limit to the amount and availability of gold, plus people hold on to it. So so it's not circulating, and therefore you are strangling the growth of the economy. What needs to happen is that... Oh, so now you're agreeing with what they're doing with the money supply. No, I, I, I do agree with it. The money supply should grow in proportion to what's going, which you, the money supply should reflect 
the actual wealth of what's going on. And the reason that we've had the, the growth that we've had is because money has been freely available and people have been able to do transactions. Yeah. What, well, what I the think bit that's, that, the key, the key, that's the, the key. That's the bit that I disagree with is that the money supply is managed by private banks. That is the foolish part. It makes no sense for the US government to be uh, putting out its money, the, the creation of its money to a private bank, nor is there any reason for those private banks to be getting a cut of every, you know, how can the US economy, how can the US government be in debt yeah, for its own the, money? He called, he called it the interloper. You know, there is, there is nothing wrong with the US government if it was the US government producing money for its people in proportion to the size of their economy and the, the US government is never in debt, right, provided the whole idea is that it does it um, as required to facilitate transactions amongst people. That is all that's required. It, it doesn't need to be yeah. any more well, any more secure I, than that. The issue I, I can I, I, I you got everyone's got to read the book to get a, a grasp of what you're saying. I, I don't want to argue about it because there well, has the, been the, I, the don't, tragedy, I don't know. What but you, you, you have to, you can yeah. acknowledge this at least. The tragedy of what's going on in the USA today is that somehow every time the US government spends money. You know, or give someone some money, it has borrowed it from. Well, when you say borrowed, it's it's just a private business that prints or creates money out of nowhere and lends it in inverted commas to the U.S. government. Yeah. Now that that is completely absurd, <laughs> and it and totally unnecessary. Well, the what's the reason why they did it? It was Jekyll Island occurred in... in I know, but why did they do it? There has to be a reason. I think it's because... It was just, it was just figured, No, it was skullduggery. No, the whole I, thing. Well, the, there the has, thing, they had to have sold, sold the idea to someone no, else. No, 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 not, a, not, a, not at all. What happened was that they were... The, the, the bill were passed treacherously, you know, in the, in the on Christmas... Eve when there was hardly anyone in the house. The whole thing's a scam. Lock, stock and barrel. Okay, well, everyone agreed to it and they still agree to it to this day. So obviously people don't have a better solution a hundred years later. So they're okay with it. Otherwise, there would have been a revolution. I think that was some of the quotes in that book. Henry the reason Ford there's no revolution what happened, there'd be a revolution if they figured out how simple the scam was of which you're speaking of. Do you have that book? Do you want to bring up a few quotes from that book since you're talking uh, about it? I'd have to. You're talking about this. The one I'm talking about now is the the, monster the illusion from of Jekyll money. Island. No, but I'm talking. It's all to yeah, do no, with I, the I, illusion of money. I'd have to find it. No, but money is not an illusion in the sense that it is an illusion. Money is a way of of keeping a facilitating, if you like, the exchange of goods rather than barter, isn't it? 
Yes. Okay. It's also store of value. Yes, anyway, if they call it just forums, if you go to the coronavirus hoax topic, and then underneath there, there's a, another post called The Illusion of Money. There's the book is there. You can download it from Fakeologist. Yet another service for the Fakeologist. The thanks to all the donors who sent me epic cash and some sent me fiat cash. Well, I'll take that too. Now, somebody was trying to mail me some donation and I found out that the postal box place changed hands. And the new owner didn't recognize the postal box and was sending all my mail back. So I straightened her butt out this week. So anyone who's mailed me stuff, try again. Wow. <laughs> We're back in business. I didn't why, realize that. Why wouldn't you recognize your postbox? That doesn't make any sense. Because he gave me a virtual postal box, and he didn't put uh. it in the system, and he didn't tell her about it. Now, maybe I was the only virtual pop postal box. Because I said, I don't get much mail, so he gave me a virtual box, which means he just put the mail on the in a folder and didn't put it in the physical box. It's funny. So, it is kind of annoying. But one of my uh, donors sent me her donation twice, and it came back twice. So she thought she was doing something wrong. So I said, take a picture of the envelope. Let me look. She did. She didn't put fakeologist on it, which she should have, but it should, it still should have gone through, but it didn't because the, the new proprietor was not aware of this out of the undocumented box. So there you go. How crazy is that? It's crazy. And while we're talking about crazy, we are still looking for a caller in Yeah. If, if uh, anyone's you know, listening and wants to call in and, Talk about money or crypto or any other thing with the but, least but, expert, the least expert panel of all time. This is the time to call yeah. it. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, like, look how much effort it takes to make a donation the old-fashioned way. You got to get some some banknotes, some IOUs from the Bank of Canada. You throw them yeah. in an envelope. You put a sticker, uh, a stamp on it. You got to write the address down properly. Then you got to mail it. So it's then a, many people have to touch it to, and then it's got to make it to the destination. The destination may refuse it. And then it has to go all the way back. And if it was, uh, negotiable securities like a Canadian banknote, then they could have taken it for themselves. I mean, how insecure and inefficient is that? If this person, and I'm not blaming them, but I want to educate them, if they just got an Epic Cash wallet, which will transfer value for a thousandth of an Epic coin. So that would have been, let's see, so an Epic coin is 50 cents. We'll just say it's 50 cents. So a thousandth of that would be 0.005 cents. Which is nothing. Nothing. It's almost free. And then I would have got it within a minute or two. And then the story would be over. So how and do you, when, a, when you want to pay your bills though, how does that well, help? I'd you? have to move that back into, into fiat, 
or I'd have to find someone who has an Epic wallet. Like I told a couple people I transact with, why don't you get an Epic wallet and I will pay you an Epic. Yeah. I have one guy I'm going to do that with because I I transact with him small amounts. And um, I'm going to try and get him. He has an Epic wallet. I did send him a coin. It does work. Um, I'm going to start sending him money I owe to him, an Epic. And if he wants cash, I'm going to ask him to send it back to me and I'll give him the cash. I think that's what I'm going to do. So there, he doesn't have to go get fiat. I'll give him the fiat if he sends me the coins back. How will you but, get him the? How will you get him the fiat? Out of my wallet. Yeah, but how are you going to get it to him? You're going to have to put it in the mail. Oh no, I see him all the time. I just give it to him in his hands. He likes cash. Or actually, I pay him in. Um, in petrol card, petrol gift card sometimes, so I can deduct what I owe him. He doesn't mind that either. So which, that's another which, thing. People transact in gift cards too. They do, and they also trans. And and in fact, quite a lot of and gift the, cards um, are a terrible way to transact because people lose gift cards. You know, the gift the, the businesses love gift cards because people lose their gift cards or. They some of them expire. So whoever so these companies have the money up front, they're using your money. And I would say a high percentage don't ever get cashed in. So yeah, never buy gift cards. I never I just give people cash because I, I know they're going to use it immediately. No, but gift cards, not so much. Uh, people have given me gift certificates to restaurants and I've gone a year later and the restaurants are gone. <laughs> just gone yeah because I'm so slow to use them uh, that happened at least once to me it was a really fancy restaurant and we just never got a chance a year later or two late years later we went there was places closed after the break Rick and Rollo just give Hi, me uh, Rollo You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. So we are here on Fakeologist Radio at Fakeologist.com. In my time, it's just gone to the witching hour. I think, yes, it's midnight in um, Geelong, Victoria, Australia. And um, we've been discussing money. What is money? What does it all mean? How do we get it? And why is the government not producing its own money? Why are they using private reserve banks? What uh, is going on there? And why do we allow them to have those private banks to have such control over our money supply? Um. And I'm putting forward the view that there is absolutely no reason at all for that to be occurring anymore, and it is simply because people are ignorant of it's the reality that that is the case. We're listening, looking for some people to call in and talk about it with the least expert panel in the world on this topic. And uh, 
put forward your ideas. I'd be interested in why and whether people understand that we have a a private uh, organisations responsible for the creation of money in the world, in particular the US dollar, which is the you know has up till now been the reserve currency. So um, yeah, please call in or join the live stream chat. Um, especially the guy that wrote to me from from uh, DC. He'd be I'd be particularly interested because he expressed an interest in in money in the topic of money. Be great to hear from you. I should read out the numbers, I guess, by looking up the numbers on the Fakeologist site. So I'll do that now to call in to the audio chat. We are looking for the numbers um, 810-666-1984 in the USA or 902-400-1984 if you're in Canada. Or you can join the Discord on Realology. Um, so you join Discord, you look up the website Realology and join in the live stream chat. Um, but otherwise, dial in. So USA 810-666-1984 or Canada 902-400-1984. We are discussing money which apparently makes the world go round, if only the world did go round, which it does not, in my opinion. And uh, the sun is, goes around us, is that right? That's uh, how I'm reviewing it, it's certainly how the Bible describes it. Yeah. I'm trying to get my memory card out of my camera so I can... Uh, Capture that guy. Yeah, my memory card is stuck in the camera now, so I can't get it out. I need tweezers, and I don't have tweezers. Oh, well, this technology. And so are you, are you working ever? Have you got the, got the day off? No, I am working today. No days off. No days off. No. Not lately. So getting back to money, that that book is on um, Bakeologist forums if anyone wants to get them. Get that book, The Illusion of Money. It's a very interesting book. Hmm. I got the card out. And did you did you have a chat with the uh, with Rick etc. this evening? No, no Rick today, and he didn't didn't call in, so I don't know what his status is. Highly okay, unusual well, for the Rickmeister. He might still. He's probably still doing work at the pub, isn't he? Yeah, he's working hard, so we have to forgive him for his. Uh, being away. He's working a lot many hours. Yeah. Anybody that can do work is 
is um, very popular. Yeah, he's a. Uh, it's hard to find good help. But yeah, it's an interesting topic, money, and um, and again, and of course you you've got a massive amount of education about money at, at your school, I guess. Uh, they kept talking about money all no. the time. Made, made sure you're fully aware how it's created. Fractional bang, I'm sure you got taught everything, didn't you? Exactly, we did not. Yeah. We did not get to know about it. And you attended your, you know, your MBA economics class like I did and and found out that it was all about the, the, the law of supply and demand, none of which turns out to be true. <laughs> right. It's all about controlling the supply and demand, strategic withholding of, um, of money when it suits them. So, have you, um, so you are, you're interested. I, I have to do a few things with Epic Cash. I have to get my wallet on my desktop uh, integrated with my Android phone wall. I haven't done that yet. I'm going to do that hopefully soon. And... Um, so have you been able to buy any more uh, Epic Cash, for instance, or any Bitcoin for that matter? Haven't. Not at all. I haven't tried to buy. I haven't tried to do anything. I'm at this stage. I um as I said, my reasons for getting any at all is simply because we, we don't know what's going on. None of us we're all just you know, if, if you're like limping in the dark, trying to work out what to, you know, where we should store money and trying to avoid some precipice that we think is going to occur. I am, um, you know, we don't even know what the precipice is, really. It's, um, you know, it's the, the threat is. Vaguely defined. Right. And money, you know, the US dollar for, for you know, supposedly the weakest thing ever is if they withdraw the availability of of US dollars and it's still the, the currency, well, what's going to happen to the value of those dollars? They are going to have more purchasing power. Mm -hmm. It will, it will, it's and it's strictly a choice that the people that the, the, control the they're money masters supply, at manipulating it. They're masters at manipulating it. They really are. Yeah, they have an answer for everything. There's an answer for every scenario, and yeah. every answer keeps the dollar going. It is pretty amazing. So they got the smartest minds manipulating it. Yeah, and it's not just, well, they, they'll keep it going if it suits them and they'll crash it if it suits them is the point I'm trying to make here. You know, they... Oh, I agree. There's no... Essentially, what we are all trying to guess is how do we buy a property in rising prices? How do we hang on to the property? How do we avoid losing the property when they increase interest rates? But if we don't get in... You know, young people say, oh, but if I don't buy now, the prices will keep going up. And, you know, everything is done under threat, really, of fear that motivates yeah. every aspect of our, of the way people operate. 
and you know it's not really a basis of a sound economy everyone understands that but at the same time you know it's it's this total lack of understanding that money everybody thinks but well, even now as i speak there'll be a very large number of people that think money is backed by gold still even though it has not been for 60 years or more there'll be another tranche of people that think the government prints all the money totally untrue there'll be very few people that realize that when the when you go to a bank and borrow money so called borrow money for your loan that they don't have any money they don't give you any money it's just a they they issue a credit note if you like and you sign for that and as a promissory note to pay and by doing that you close the, the you know provide the other side of the ledger to keep what they call a balanced ledger it's all just totally unknown to people and so they carry on in this system with no control over it at all even though it is the most important aspect of their lives is control over the creation distribution and destruction of whatever the unit of currency is going about and it's really all is about negotiating a position that's fair and equitable for everybody concerned in the barter arrangement and it's it's really that simple but it is a total totally everything that's going on now is based on ignorance and nothing more and so all this stuff about cryptos this and you know this just could be another crypto is just another layer of ignorance as far as i can see what we need is when a dollar note is produced or you know whatever the value is of is produces it can't be forged it can't be um duplicated outside the system without the um essentially without the the people of a particular the chief forgers are the bankers aren't they frank really the chief forgers are the bankers yeah that's a, a reasonable comment yeah i think so but they're doing it just to save the economy but i think the whole idea of about private banking was to keep the politicians away from the banking system because they would be extremely tempted to manipulate it to their uh, own it, Oh, I, I don't, don't you I think? Don't agree that, no, that that that's the story that we're given. The story. So that, that is the given. story. Okay, that is the story. Okay, that's fine. The, the story But, that's given is that is that politicians that can't be trusted, but banks can, even though they have demonstrated ad nauseum that they will induce uh, recessions and maximize, you know, inflate and deflate pricing and and Yeah. of various asset classes to defraud people from their life savings and from the fruits of their labors over and over and over and over again you cannot rely on 
um, uh, what the growth of the money supply will be because if in Australia the money supply was absolutely um, massively inflated by allowing the housing market to inflate, which was not in the interests of the people living in Australia. You know, our children can't buy houses. You know, housing should be just done on a sensible basis. It's, there is no reason for housing to be a speculative asset. You know, why would anyone want two, three or four houses? They're just mill centre around your neck. You've got, you've got to maintain them and you've got to do all sorts of stupid stuff. Yeah, Let's say hi to Half Moon Bay, California and the United Kingdom. That's probably Napoleon. And Woodstock, New Brunswick. Hello. I've been to Woodstock, New Brunswick, Canada. Any of you guys want to call in? 810-666-1984-902-400-1984. Is it New Brunswick where... Um Oh boy, I'm getting Alzheimer's bad. New Brunswick uh, is on the east eastern. It's one of the four eastern provinces of Canada. Isn't it where Tiago comes from? He's Nova Scotia, close uh -huh. and he, and he's in Sydney. Nova Scotia, yeah. Now I'm gonna try something. I'm gonna try and play using the bot. A video. I don't know if it's going to work. I'm going to see if it works. So here we go. No audio could be found. I don't think it worked. No. Nothing happened. Well, it said it couldn't find audio. Which sucks. They must have changed something. I don't think it was necessarily us. I suspect that um, Discord has changed things. Well, something got changed. This always worked before what I'm doing, and uh, it's not working now. Mm. So they changed the bot, which sucks. Hmm. They lure us in with their tricky ways and then crash the system on you. Yeah, I can't find audio from the MPF. That that's a new error message. So they changed something. Oh well, I thought it might work still, but that's not the case. So much for the bot. I'll have to get one of those. Um Virtual cables set up. Yeah, you can do that. You you have the capability for sure. I do, yeah. I talked to my genius son about it and he, he thinks it's uh, pretty easy. Yeah, there's a yeah, you there's a program called um Voice Meter Banana. Yeah. That way, it's pretty easy to do. Pretty explicit instructions, so you'll 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 figure it out. Yeah, I think that's where I've got ahead. So we're looking for a caller in, a caller in or a. 
again on this evening. Someone who really wants to talk about money that makes the world not go around. It's interesting, isn't it, that they use that expression. Money makes the yeah, world they go always, around. It actually well, does. Yeah. Anything to promote the globe. Excuse me. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. So you were saying um, Tim Osman is suggesting there is no harm to come from the vaccines. Is that right? Yeah. Interesting. Someone's asking he, me a question on Twitter. He says, I remember reading about a guy who wrote a blog documenting a certain pharmaceutical company's mishaps. The company kept trying to get him to shut it down, sending cease and desist letters, threatening, etc. Eventually, they offered him $10 million. And then someone replied, no links from this guy or where you saw this. Interesting idea, though. This guy says, bro, I can't even remember if I read it somewhere or heard it in a podcast. And he asked me specifically, was this something one of your guests said? So I'll ask you, yes, did anyone, have you ever heard this story? No. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hi, this is Naeem from Providence, Rhode Island, and you're listening to Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. Wow, that's a really uh, excellent quality audio. And that, right there. Is, and that is going to be well up there in the contest for the best bumper for uh, January 2023. Huge prize on offer for the great... Yeah, what are you giving? Well, it's not me, it's you, Tim. I think oh, what, okay. you're giving, what you're giving is um, the opportunity to do another bumper, I suppose, aren't you, and uh, prominence. And of course, and of course, and of course, a um, a slot on the regular Saturday night audio or Saturday morning in your case. Yeah, because obviously, with a voice, with such voice skills, we need those people. Is the word mellifluous? Mellifluous. Mellifluous. Yeah. Malefluous, yeah, that's a good one. Now, we need them to tell us why um, Tim Osman is right or wrong and convince us of that using their mellifluous voice. That's what we're after. We're after reassurance. We're after, we're after um, a brilliant plan to expedite our Bitcoin transactions. We're looking to save the US dollar or not. What other problems do we need to solve, Tim? Uh, just general delusions about medicine. People, this has been a great three years to really figure out what makes you ill. And some people have availed themselves of that knowledge on the internet, and some people haven't. So we really have to help those people that believe in contagion three years later 
believe in vaccines three years later. We really have to break the spell. It's it's still not over. The spell has been cast and it's still going strong as far as I can tell. Well, according, Although, to, the, according yeah. to the document from um, Event 201, it's over in three years. Three years from when it started? Yeah. When did it start? March 2020? Well, I would have said um, this uh, October 2020 when the the Chinese, uh, 2019, I should say, when the Chinese thing started going nuts. Did we hear about it in October 2019? I think it was more at the earliest December. Oh, in my case, I, in my case, I didn't really come to grips with it until February, I guess. Late February. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I think essentially now the that part's over and they're talking about um, how they're dealing with the aftermath of the, you know, the failed medical experiment. <laughs> Openly, and this is, you know, this was what was in that um, event 201 apparently according to WHF. I'll have to read the document. Yeah, too bad we can't play that uh, that clip, that video. Yeah, yeah, I can't play anything. Not uh, can't play it directly Discord, but if you can, uh, that's something you could work on in the next two days, getting your clips clip show sure, ready. That. Yeah, from your desktop. Yeah, that'd be great. I think that's going to be the only way in, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think anything on Discord is going to help, which is fine. No. That means once you get that sorted, then you can play from, uh, if we have to go to Gilded as well. Yeah. You could play it through Gilded. So that that would be great if you work that out. Yeah. That's our backup server, by the way. I'm, I'm almost convinced that... Um, that people snitch on the server to get it taken down. I don't think Discord's really doing much AI or monitoring. I think people snitch. And um, I don't think it takes much investigating once there's a snitch complaint to shut a server down. What do you think? I agree. There's no other logical explanation that I could see. Yeah, because... Really, our our server has almost our Discord has no influence in general over anyone other than the participants who are already convinced of the material that we present. So I think it's just someone just causing trouble, as usual. Yeah. And now that we have almost no participation in our server, which is the point of disruption. We have no problems. Mm. We're not. We haven't been shut down because there's nothing there to shut down. No one is being uh, harassed, really, or bothered. So there's no one crying to mummy to shut the whole thing down. <laughs> That's just fine with me. I didn't like the text there anyway. Most of it's nonsense. So 
all the good stuff is in the forums now. We've really done a good job with Rachel and Dirty Benny and a few others have really taken to the forums. Yeah. Oh, so that's it. mission accomplished. Yeah. I invited Rachel on because she's doing some really good work. Amazing. On the, uh, yeah. Some really good speculation there. And she yeah. doesn't claim to be right. She's just putting it out there. I like it. It's my kind of stuff. I think her work is great. Great. She's a little shy, but um, do you want to look at that? Do you have time to take a peek at that and promote yeah. her work? We could do that. Yeah, why don't we do that? Let's... And actually, anytime anyone does a post on the uh, forums, we do have it feeding into the Discord. And I have clicked on the Discord link to get into the forums. <laughs> you can see now, most which, of the posts in the Discord. Which particular category should I go into? What's the... So I have um, the topics are lemon, salt, water, rejuvenation, prepping, electric, culture, gardening, child sex slavery, survivor, and a Lucas. The role of insects in the transmission of disease from the history of vaccination. What are you looking at? I'm looking at the topics in the in the um, Fakeologist forums. Well, I think that um, her most recent stuff is in the EGI, which is a topic both of us are very interested in. <laughs> I think she was okay. intimating that Linda McCartney could have been a man. Yes, and I saw that. Maybe Denny Lane as well. Okay, now, being so. from Liverpool, does that offend you in any way? Does it offend me? Not at all. Yeah, aren't you from Liverpool? Yeah. Well, I, I'm actually from the other side of the... the um, Mersey? I'm from the river, other side of the River Mersey, yep. From Back and Ed. Back and Ed. Isn't one side of the Mersey Mersey side? Uh, I guess so, but it's it's really, um, but the other side's really called Birkenhead. Okay. The Wirral, it's called really. The whole the whole peninsula is called the Wirral. Ah. Uh. Yeah. For some reason. I have I got to make sure I've got all the... So I've got fake... Oh, okay, I'm with you. I'm, I'm into the one thing. Okay, here we go. EGI. So the yep. latest... So I've got a different corner. January the 3rd. Yeah, I think January. that's the topic. And I've got January the 16th. Andrew Jones, that's by Dirty Benny. I think it's under a different corner. Okay. Why did she? Why did? Why did she title it that? Okay. This, so this is the Robert Palmer article, which is good. It's very interesting. So I'll read that out a bit. Uh, so this is from Rachel. A different corner. When I first came to Fakeologist, 
I thought it was about uncovering fakery. But sometimes I wonder if it's not more about replacing one set of fakery that people have seen through with another set of fakery that they have not. Yes. Elite gender inversion, I'm more and more convinced, is put out by a corporate structure that really, really, really doesn't want people getting to the bottom what it's actually about. So much so they're quite prepared to pass inhumane laws to sacrifice other people's children on the altar of deception to make their fake narratives stick. Do we want reality or do we want eye candy churn about sex flipping Satanists? Why do EGI YouTubers never talk about jobs, money, studios, contracts? Come on, add it to your methodology, else be prepared to be called out as yet another set of World Economic Forum corporate change agent whores. So she's not really holding back a punches, is she? So she goes on to say, if we haven't already lived through the biggest clue with COVID-19, governments giving MSN millions in advertising revenue to push the only message in town, big tech censoring other narratives, COVID marshals finding people, track and trace telephonists, hounding people, doctors' surgeries pushing experimental jabs without informed consent, shops enforcing masks without risk assessments, etc., 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 Depressingly, corporate government structures can recruit a vast amount of people from all classes, all races, both sexes, to do and say anything without question provided they pay them enough. And that's all you need to know about EGI. Offer money for people to pretend to be transgender or to support transgenderism, exactly the same as climate change, climate change science, and you'll have a market of transgender people and their supporters spouting any amount of bullshit that they likely do not believe with the absolute neurolinguistic programming style utter, convinci- utter conviction. And it is this that fools real people into thinking others have flipped out and this is somehow the new normal. In fact, EGI content creators never mention real things like jobs, money, studios, contracts. Tells me they are part of this class, not a solution to it. I honestly feel like I'm living in a series of Star Trek TNG where none of the crew discusses pay, holidays, careers, promotions, retirement, or any other human silliness. And on that, it led me to conclude the Great World War that created TNG's reality, communism won. And then she posted a video. What's TNG? Well, that's a good question, isn't it? I don't know. I, I must have missed that somewhere. So what is she saying that she's she was saying how do we get how do we get here? It's because people in the community are being paid to pretend that EGI is a real thing. You know, the people are really wanting to change their gender. And they're, you know, basically creating the, the thing from nothing. Oh, they're creating a market, yeah. I uh, I agree. I don't think most people want to change anything, so. Yeah. I think it's a very, if it's real at all, it could it's, it's a fraction of a thousandth of a percent of people that might actually want to go through that. Most people don't even want to go to the doctor. Yeah. Who the I- hell would? agree to getting drawn and quartered 
literally. Exactly. And I noticed that uh, today, and you know, I talk about the feeds that pop into my into my life. And uh, Jordan Peterson is apparently interviewing some woman who started transitioning from a woman to a man at the age of 12. And now she's suing a doctor. She's very unhappy with it all and what was going on, why was it allowed to happen. So, again, just more drama being created. You know, turn the story one way, turn it back the other way. Yeah, I think Jordan Peterson is a change agent. I I don't trust him to tell me the correct time and a room full of clocks. Yeah. But again, it's part of this, you know, these, this whole thing. Yeah. You know, and Jordan Peterson is giving the illusion through by, by talking about how this girl was so unhappy. That it's a regular thing that lots of people are doing it, isn't isn't he? Yeah. Normalizing you know, something by saying, Oh yeah, people are really doing this operation. Is it true? We don't know. Did someone really allow a twelve year old girl to have her breast taken off and it just seems crazy if it's true? I agree. Who would agree to that? And who would pay for that? Yeah. And then, you know, with the chance of them all, you know, all everyone involved being sued in some way, it's going to be some kind of court circus, false trials, Judge Judy type trials. Yeah, yeah. So that's what else has she got there? What else has she got there? But she says the whole well, she thing. Well, t- she talks about Robert Palmer. All um, right. What's it, what was, was she I like Robert woman? Palmer. Good voice. Great tune. But with all the time I put in learning about visual fuckery, I no longer see things on the screen as I once did. It's, it's like I can't take my glasses off. And I'm sure someone in a YouTube video will tell me I'm looking at four men behind Robert Palmer. But personally... I very much doubt that because it would be at odds with what I can't miss in that video. I remember when it came out, there was a large discussion on the media about where he got those really tall women. The thing is, they are tall, but they look giant because we assume we know how tall Robert Palmer is. It's not Robert Palmer who is small. In fact, I would say there is no way Robert Palmer would look like a man at all if he was surrounded by four men playing instruments. Do we begin to see the point of the visual trickery at play here? So she's essentially saying uh, Robert Palmer's a woman. I'm not oh. a big seller of or remember of music trivia, but I thought, am I right in thinking he died? Because looking at that video, it makes sense. Once the money from the live gigs was on the decline, a sudden death would be the logical conclusion. And predictably, Palmer died from a heart attack in a Paris hotel room on the 26th of September in 2003, age 54. He had been in the French capital after recording a television appearance in London for Yorkshire TV. A retrospective title, My Kind of People, his long-term partner, Mary Ambrose, was not with him at his death. Among those who paid tribute were Duran Duran, stating, he was a very dear friend and a great artist. This is a tragic loss to the British music industry 
and he was buried in Lugano, Switzerland. Another person checking into a hotel room to die. See, seriously, what are the odds? And if I look that up, Rachel gives a whole list of people checking into hotel rooms to die. Oh, that's good. Is that on Wikipedia or is that? That's, it's, she gives a link to another, another blog, another blog page, viewtopic.php. Um, oh, and another fakeologist forums page. Yeah, I'm suspicious of Mark Stein and his two heart attacks just in time for the Christmas break. While I've not been watching Mark Stein GB had news, two heart attacks? Apparently. Oh, I used to, I, I'm a huge Mark Stein fan, so I didn't hear that. While I've not been watching GB News much in the last month, they seem low, very low profile with regards to anyone saying anything other than parroting two heart attacks. It kind of reminds me of Peter Sellers and his eight heart attacks. Um, yeah, so it seems to be, I think her implications are they just set people up for this sudden death thing by talking about their heart attacks and so on. And what are the odds of all that? Peter Sellers. Um, After the break. LSG 33. I'm Rachel. Kono Original Simulant. Robbie Parker. This is Ohio Lahan. You are listening to Fakeologist Radio at fakeologist.com. We're back Saturday, January 21st, 2023. An ounce of salt. Always here, always reliable, and I'm the Fakeologist. We're talking about Rachel's thread on the Fakeologist forums, fakeologist.com forward slash forums to get your login today so you can keep track and never miss a post over there. And uh, we're just talking about convenient heart attacks after checking into a hotel by celebrities. Yeah, we also have a burial in a foreign location that doesn't require crossing anyone's palm to buy a fake burial plot in England. So, yeah, I mean, that's the, you know, characters are disappearing stage left. They die outside of England and there's no reason to have fake burial plots. It would appear, as the papacy sells indulgences, the Church of England sells graves. And now the vaccine has given the entertainment industry a huge new excuse to bring back heart attack as a favoured method of death, fake deathing. Fake deathing. In other words, Rachel's essentially saying the um, the Elvis story goes on all the time. Once people have f- fulfilled their role for a while, out they go. All right. Take him out with a heart attack. Yeah, and the and her view is that this the jab thing is just an excuse to heart attack a whole bunch of people and you know, provide that concern um for jabbing. Which is, you know, gonna be promoted as a much greater risk than it probably is. Time will tell. 
Is it, uh, have we talked since Lisa Marie Elvis's daughter allegedly had a heart attack? Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a good example, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Is it, is it real? Or has she just become another politician? Oh, right. <laughs> you, you expect to see her as a prime minister one day? Well, that's, that's how I've, yeah, that's essentially how I think it happens. You know, I, I, I think Lady Di became Theresa May. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I just don't see the necessity for that. There's got to be lots of B actors and actresses willing to uh, play roles. What about Jacinda? She said her role is done. Yeah, she did. <laughs> so what happens to her now? She gets an obscure ambassadorship in some crazy foreign country. Or yeah, she an NGO folks or works for the United well, Nations. Yeah, she you know, we, well, we said my, last week the world government these SDGs cost $8 trillion a year to implement, so there's a lot of money. Yeah. A lot of money. And before I go to bed, you've been talking a lot about communita- communitarianism. Yes. Did you hear that interview with yeah, those two people that yeah. were, you able to, were you able to track it? Because I, I couldn't track it very well. It, I was no, doing my I, best. I, I couldn't track it very well. And Dave J... Um, really, uh, you set off, we set off a few alarm bells for him. He didn't, he thinks they were completely dodgy. I don't think he was convinced at all that they, uh, they were real. Let me see if I can find his comments on that. Yeah, I've got a, it's difficult for me to match up the, Dive Jolly. Well, it's okay. Uh, they actually, I invited them back because she did um, narration on five really good short communitarianism videos that yeah. I did place onto Faco Tube. Yeah. Um, I wish she would have told me that when we started the interview because we could have focused on that instead of cutting down trees in a dangerous way. Yeah. I thought the way he was going about it, the tree was going to fall on him. Didn't seem like he knew really what he was doing. <laughs> He's doing what I I would have probably done. A tree that big, you got to be really careful that it falls the way you want it. And I think they use ropes and to guide it down. Can't leave it to uh, just cutting a triangle out of the base because it could move another way. Yeah, that looked a bit ridiculous to me, what I saw there. Did you I see that say. video? I was playing it as I was yeah. driving it. Yeah. No, that looked mad, not having any ropes on. Next, yeah. I guess I guess the, if it crashed the shed, it wouldn't have been too great a loss. But And he was getting stuck. He was having trouble with the chainsaw, which probably was too small for that tree. 
Mm. And the way he's sticking his head into the cut seemed crazy. Mm. But I'm not a lumberjack and I'm not okay, so I don't. That's just my. <laughs> well, you're my not a lumberjack, lumberjack, you're not okay. Yeah. All right, well, as I bow out, I'm hoping that we can encourage Aid Caller Inara to take up the the challenge to uh, convince Ab of something. Yeah. Well, if uh, you're bowing out, I'm going to go back to the IPS uh, video, IPS yep. audio. Yeah. Are you listening to IPS at all? Not a lot, no. You know, my, my, I give my attention to, like, windsurfing, making and selling salt. I pay a lot of attention to the Fakeologist website and a lot, of, a lot of attention to Walter Veith and, you know, biblical criticism, you know, people telling me the Bible's fake and weighing that against, you know, the other things that I see in here. And and I, I think that's given me a pretty good flavour of where things are at. I I am assuming everything is fake now. I'm not sure how helpful that is. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any particular. Um, you know, I don't feel any threat to get myself jabbed or anything. Be interesting to see how that all pans out. I'm still working I'm still working through the um you know the, the electronic director's ID thing that's going on here, which again just seems to be another scam. So, you know, it looks like it's gonna fall out that everyone's gonna say that the jabs were just an offer. Um we didn't force you to do anything. You accepted the idea. You know, you did it. You know, we told you they were no good, but you went ahead and did it anyway. That just seems to be what's happening now, doesn't it? Well, except that all most new companies, at least here, are insisting you get the clot shot to get hired. Now, one company I know, fired all those that uh, were on leave that didn't submit to the clot shot or didn't respond. Actually, that was interesting because one guy was saying if they ignored the company's um, request for proof of vaccination, then they're getting fired. But then I thought of you or if they consented to, if they just said, I have no intention of getting the clot shot instead of ignoring the letter, which I guess is dishonorable. Yeah. Um, they could maybe still be on leave of absence. It's an unpaid leave of absence, so it's not yeah. exactly a useful uh, position to pee in because you're not getting paid. But he, yeah. he told me that anyone who didn't respond to the company's request for proof of vaccination yeah. was fired. Yeah. But Makes I guess, sense. But I guess... In your way of looking at it, if you would have said, um, I do not, I guess, how would you have responded? I would have said, look, I, 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 would have said, look I accept your offer to be vaccinated. 
on the following basis. And you go through the, the various things that they're prepared to do. Like if you're injured, they pay you $25 million and you can also kill their first child and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> so you put, you, put an unreason- you put an equally unreasonable counter offer on the table and 100%. let them ignore it. And let 100%. them ignore it. And, be, and then they would be dishonorable. Correct. Okay, you know, good. Yeah, they're, they're, the, they're the ones that started the fight, aren't they? Yeah. You know, they, if, if there's no reason for you to um, devalue you, what, what this means to you. I mean, people are basically threatening you with Russian roulette. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. look at it. I mean, I just heard, I heard one woman talking tonight who has spent months, years bagging me about not getting the jab and how irresponsible I am. She, and she told me tonight for the first time that when she got the first jab, she was sick for two weeks, she's just told me. Wow. But it would have been a lot worse if she didn't take the jab. Isn't that how it goes? I think even I think people have gone past believing in that because because that's the most unprovable statement to make that you can think of. Well, like I said, the the level of cynicism that I heard tonight was surprising to me. People now being honest with themselves about what's gone on. It was, wow. And the fact that this document 201 was able to predict almost to the minute how long they could keep the charade up for. Now it's going to go for three years before people start balking. Wow, it tells you a lot, doesn't it? How sophisticated they are with all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, that is interesting. And what is their? I didn't watch the event two hundred one, but what was the next step after? How are they going to manage this phase? Where well, they? Well, that that, that yeah. they would have they would have a series of, um, um, you know, I guess public relations type people advising the president which approach he should take. You know whether he should. Um, you know, regale the people as heroes or sympathise with the suffering that they've had, their sacrifice, and talk about the sacrifice they've made for the nation. <laughs> Presumably they'll do, they'll do both. They'll play both sides. Yeah, my brother's family is really, really sick. And I asked him, um, I have, I've never asked him before, but I asked him this time, are you guys still getting injected? Because I assume he was injecting everyone. Yeah. And he said, no, we stopped it too. We stopped it too, mm. which would have been last year. And then he went on to say, I said, why did you stop it too? And he said, well, at least we did our part. Yeah. So he did it as a sacrifice for the greater good. That, yeah. That's my impression. Yeah. He wasn't doing it for himself. No. And this but is sad to say they are really sick. <laughs> He's sick again. He, I, he thinks I'm really his sorry wife, to hear that. 
he thinks his wife gave the sickness back to him because he believes in contagion because she remained sick yeah. for the last month. So he thinks you can get reinfected yeah. by an existing sick person. So he's really caught in the delusion. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. And this is why, you, I, you know, I, I, in my blog that I do talk about, in my How to Take Care of Your Penis blog, I have a very small part on this on this idea that um, of taking one for the team. You know, it's clear that no one should take part in any collective that causes a loss them harm. To, to them personally. The only reason anyone should logically participate in a collective is if, through the collective efforts, you gain more than you could get from being by yourself. As soon as the collective is expecting you to take a hit, you should be out of there. Don't don't be involved in those type of collective actions. They make no sense. I agree. Absolutely no sense at all to partake in collective. Well, it's a sacrifice. They call it a sacrifice. Sacrifice. Yeah. Sacrifice for the team. Looks like we have uh, Derek. Uh, hey, from Derek. Rhode Island on the horn. Fantastic. You can unmute your mic if you'd like to talk. Come and say hello. And let, let us remind people that if you want to contact Frank, he has a new email address. It's simply Frank, F-R-A-N-K, at fakeologist.com. And I tested it out. It does work. I can't read the emails because they're bounced at the server level, so they don't come to me. They go right to Frank. And I just made that easy because he has a less easy email address. And everyone knows Fakeologist, so frank at fakeologist.com. And thank you for doing that, Em. So if anyone wants to contact me, uh, not anything. Nothing at all. Just me. Just Just the test message. Just the test. But I do welcome any uh, emails, no question. Well, we like feedback. And uh, not just that, but I really like to test the way I think against other people's logic. There are there's a lot to learn, for sure. Right, yeah. So, so Derek, I'm hoping you'll, uh, you'll come and say hello and I can uh, skip away into the, um, the warmth of my bed. But I'm going to definitely take off app. Thank you for the uh, chat. Yeah, Talk always again. good to talk. Maybe we'll be back tomorrow with uh, yeah with uh, Rick. He has he hasn't communicated. That's Rick at fakeologist.com, by the way. All right, take care. He also has an email. Take care. Over and out. Good night, Derek. And yeah, hi, Derek. If you're there, Derek, you can unmute. Otherwise, I'm gonna bail in a minute.
Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm just, I was just popping in to listen, really, but uh, you guys are all taking off now. Yeah, how are things in Rhode Island? Not too bad. Not too bad at all. How about Canada? Oh, it's good. Nice and cold. cold. Yeah, it's yeah. January. What do you expect? Right. What's the weather like there? Uh, it's probably 35 right now. Uh, Fahrenheit. And, Same um, weather then. Same weather. Yeah. Just got over a few days of rain. And, uh, that's about it. Got some sun shining through today. But, uh, Lucky you. Yep. Well, yeah. What, what's, what's the latest ecology? Um, not too much, really. I, I've been hearing a lot about after this. The uh, after the breakup. They guided me with psyops. Psychological operations. They guided me with psyops. You're listening to another hour of Fakeologist Radio on Fakeologist.com. So I've been hearing a lot about this. Sorry. Have you been hearing about... 2023. I'm here with Derek from Rhode Island. Go ahead, buddy. Um, I've been hearing a lot about this uh, Li-Fi lately. Have you heard about that yet? No. What Li-Fi? No, it's L-I-Fi instead of Y-I like w high it's uh it's basically internet um dispersed and received through led light bulbs um oh no i never heard of that yeah man look into it and it's it it goes along with uh you know the theory that leds the frequencies on on which they're running are no good and it's like how long have the, has this technology been being used, and and uh, and we don't even know it. And they're they say they're doing five G, but this has nothing to do with five G. This is totally separate. And uh, yeah, that's that's what I've been looking into lately. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I take the LED lights out of my car and put halogens in because the LED lights just flickering they weren't stable so i took them out back to halogens yeah i don't i don't like them i never did and they're so bright like an oncoming traffic they literally melt your eyeballs they should be illegal they're bright too bright yeah they really should be because they're not bright enough for you to see driving they don't do any better that way but for the no, I don't coming think- in, yeah, they. Yeah. No, they're nuts, yeah. yeah. But, yep. 
Well, what are you learning about, about LED uh, Li-Fi? Um, not so much learning. Um, I haven't really looked into just what I heard. Really, I haven't looked into it, but um, it's just hearing about it longer. Obviously, anything they roll out now, they've had before, but it's like how long before it's it's kind of it, uh, it's all making sense with why they're doing what they're doing. Switching over the well, are you li- are, is there a blog or a website about Li-Fi? Um. What did I hear about it? I was listening to um, Matt Quantum of Conscience um, on YouTube. He was talking about it. And um, one other guy he had mentioned, uh, forget that, but this they say it's come out since 2011. They've been doing uh, studies on it. So... It's it's been going on a while, but I've never heard about it. it just through a YouTube video and um, just listening about it. I'm sure there there is blogs because I know there's people that do um, walkthroughs um, with I forget what it's a certain kind of meter. Um, electrical meter, but um, when they put it up next to a Wi-Fi light, it it puts out more. Um, yeah, I don't exactly remember what it puts out more than what a regular light even puts out, and it's doing less. Like, and there's no need for the amount of information going through there. Plus, it's not even technically a light, I guess. Basically, like with LED lights, just like a circuits and diodes. It's just pulsating frequency, and they communicate with each other. So, um, they're advertising it as if you have 15 people in an office using a certain downloading all at the same time um they might run into an issue whereas with wi-fi it's like 300 uh, uh shit i don't remember the term now yeah i'm just gonna sound stupid talking about it but um you definitely look into it man pretty crazy okay maybe i'll try it Try Any out, other right. uh, exciting topics in the last week? No, not really. I mean, everything's pretty quiet. Um, pretty quiet, I think. I don't know. What about you? Anything going on? Who do you on listen there? to? Oh, everything. Uh, Who do you, what are you listening to these days? Just IPS, really. And um, uh, that's about it, really. I mean, I really don't listen to anybody. Used to be all into it, but it got a little crazy. Deleted yeah, a bunch me too. Of- Infinite Plane dot uh, monster. Infinite yeah. Plane 
whatever his email, whatever his address of the day is. I can't even remember. He changes it so much. But yeah, yeah. I was seeing him. It's good stuff. Good stuff. He's it's pretty repetitious, but you know, it's all right. You, may, you learn it listening. And um, what was the other? Oh, he always he's always on and off with I'm gonna be on this time. You know. He's, he comes oh up yeah, he always <laughs> yeah. Him and his damn schedule, eh? I know. It's like don't even make a I'm schedule. Gonna be, I'm gonna be more regular, and then he doesn't show up, and then next week I'm gonna be more regular, maybe twice a day. Like, why yep. would you commit to something even more crazy? Right, and and I heard him talking about some kind of quota. I don't know, streaming quota. I don't know what's that all about. Quota with who? Or what you know i don't know i don't know i didn't hear that yet yeah it was a couple of weeks back but he was it was when he was talking about doing two live streams a day and calls at night in the second half yeah and his new quota was uh i think three three hours a day or six hours a day or something like that i want to say three hours a day because it was an hour and a half um streams but yeah i i, I didn't know what he meant by that Really, and I, I ordered some press passes from him a few weeks ago. I haven't heard or seen anything about that yet, but hopefully those will show up. Nice, sure. nice. Yeah. Yeah, he's just a one-man operation. It's To me, it's obvious, and it's not easy to uh, keep that schedule up. Even myself, um, five days a week is very difficult when you work all the time, so I'm I'm just right. doing it when I feel it right now. Yep. Um, there's nothing. And uh, that's enough. A couple times a week, a few times a week, plus all these audio chats. A lot of content. Yeah. So. And it's like when you start prying for information, that's when you start getting into the conspiracy realm a little bit too much. You know, and you're like, oh, if you just sit around and wait, you know, for things to pop up at you. It kind of works a little better because if you're searching yeah. for something, yeah, yeah, yeah and I get a lot of feedback and I get a lot of emails and I'd like to follow up on those. So I got yeah. a lot to do in the back office, a lot to keep up with. Yeah, but, no, um, yeah, there's a lot to do. Definitely, but I'm grateful that all the people that donate and right to me and it's still fun i still enjoy it yeah yeah oh yeah everything's you know gets as highs and as lows some some things yeah it comes and it goes it ebbs and flows but the forums there's always something hopping on my site whether it be the blog the comments the forums the discord the gilded the telegram Uh, there's always something happening yeah i always check through the discord for a bit um not really one for reading so much. I like listening. Um, so I'll put on podcasts and listen and do stuff with my kid or whatever. But it's for me to sit down and read stuff. It's like a little tough. Yeah. Do you use Podcast Addict? I have. I have. Not on this phone. I don't have it. Uh, what do you use on that phone? Just uh, like YouTube, I guess. Or what do you know? It'll be a video, but I'll just listen to it. Um, so no, no specific thing. Or uh, what was the other anchor? 
I want to say I've used that. And, um, oh, can't remember the other one now. But Anchor. Yeah, everyone should use Podcast Addict for Android. It's the number one Android app, and it's really good. Everyone should use that. And uh, you can pull your Odyssey feeds into it. And therefore, listen to it offline because it'll download it when you schedule it on Wi-Fi, and then you can take it on the road. And uh, yeah, that's what you should. Everyone should do that. Yeah, that sounds good. Actually, I probably should re-get that. But uh, yep, it's about it. All right. All right. Well, I'll check in uh, tomorrow, see what's happening. Yeah, I'll see if Rick shows up tomorrow, but he's really early usually. So uh, if you ever want to have a chat, just ping me on the Discord here. Okay. And uh, and I'll try and I check my notifications usually. Oh, that's what so I wanted. Let me know. But I wanted to tell you that I'm sure you used plus. The, the Epic went up to 50, right? What was that, 47 or something? Or 42? Yeah, did I send you an Epic coin? You did, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I, I, yep. I saw that the other day. Right. Well, that's good. Well, a lot of the cryptos went up. I don't know about all of them, but a lot that I followed did. So, yeah, that's why I gave you the wallet so you can track it. If you want to buy... Epic, you do it through the Vite wallet, V-I-T-E, and okay. then you move, you get your Bitcoin wherever you get your Bitcoin, you move it on to uh, the Vite, and then there's a couple little buttons to press to get Epic, but um, it does work, and it works well. All right. So the Vite wallet, I have both wallets going at the time, because the only way to get Epic is through... Uh, Bitcoin. That's the only market from another crypto. Everyone loves Bitcoin. So you can have a little bit of both. And if you want to send or receive, you can use the Vite wallet. Um, the Epic wallet is brand new, so it's going to probably do more and more over time. But right now, it's just a uh, it's a um, true Epic wallet, where Vite is a proxy wallet. You don't need okay. to know any of that. Just know that um, you really need both. So get a Vite wallet and, um, and all right, send, yeah, no. uh, Epic, Epic via Vite. Okay. Make sure you back up your wallet yeah. too. Make sure you write down all the seed phrases down on your uh, piece of paper and put it somewhere safe. Don't leave it on your phone. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I encourage people to send me Epic or Vite Epic, one or the other. It's very fast and, um, it doesn't hurt for you to learn how to convert Fiat to Bitcoin to Epic. It's going to be a necessary skill you're going to need in the future. So you may as well learn it now. And yeah. seamless sending Epic costs almost nothing. Or Bitcoin, I don't know what the transaction cost of Bitcoin is. It doesn't it's, usually it's tell you. It's instant. It's very fast. Yeah, Vite is instant. Epic is within a couple minutes, but it's it's getting faster. I think so. 
Um, it's a great, it's a great way to share value, value for value with uh, podcasts. And it's international. You can yeah, be anywhere. It's all interconnected. Yeah, you don't have to worry about conversion and all that. And I think everyone should have some Bitcoin too. Everyone should have a chunk of Bitcoin and a chunk yeah. of Epic. No, it's cool. not your life savings, just a chunk. Just a little bit. Yeah, for utility it's sake, little- at least. Well, yeah, but not for no assault stoves, right? Are they trying to ban those in Canada too? Assault stoves? <laughs> you didn't hear uh, propane now, stoves? They weren't. They want to get rid of fucking well, gas stoves. What are you kidding me? Well, it's natural gas, and I, you know, I bug my wife all the time because she runs the gas stove without turning on the fan. And I, yep. I've said this for years. I said you should turn on the exhaust fan because. There is exhaust from burning gas, and you should not let it come into the house. But she doesn't listen. But um, oh yeah, my wife does the same thing actually. So <laughs> yeah, and the the reason, of course, is they want to just get rid of this unlimited, nearly free energy supply, which is natural gas. I mean, the price of natural gas hasn't moved in twenty years. I used to lock in the price for natural gas, but they stopped doing that. Now I just pay the floating price, but the point is, it's it seems to be an unlimited resource. That's why they can't have it out there, because they can't right. control then, people. With an un- yeah, that's the main reason they're trying to get rid of natural gas. I get And then that. if they cut, cut the power, then you don't have anything, but if you they cut the power and you have a stove and a propane oven then you're all set yeah 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 that's it yeah that's right so no yeah. no chance of being self-sufficient at all yeah it's unreal i mean i but really people are gonna let that fly I, it's just nuts it's nuts it's just well they just floated that out there it's got to be in the uh Agenda 21 goals. It's got to be in there somewhere. Everything they're doing is to conform to Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030. I should look that up, see what they say about combustibles, because I don't think they want any form of combustibles, whether it be wood, propane, natural gas, gasoline, diesel. They want all of that to go because they know there's unlimited supplies of that in the world. Right. Right. Yeah, you can make Whereas, gas. I mean, farmers yeah. can make their own. Yeah. Ethanol, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's why they um, banned ethanol for a while in Prohibition. It's because they didn't want farmers making their own fuel competing with their new gasoline. That's the real story. Right. Totally makes sense. I don't think it had nothing to do with uh, people being getting drunk. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah, I highly doubt that. But when you're sitting in school and you're being fed all this crap, you just want to get through the day. (laughs) 
was like, yeah, I believe it. Yeah. yeah. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. But they're floating everything from cool. Agenda 21 into the media now. Sort of all or nothing. So that that's definitely a, an Agenda 21 story. No combustible. Yeah, it's, it's, it's got to be. I, I, I just heard about it last week. I was like, what the hell is this all about? And um, I guess it's a thing. <laughs> I mean, they can make anything a thing in... 48 hours. Yeah. Yeah. All depends well, on what, what the, bank, the box is now telling that people the to do. the banking money is being uh, put into Agenda 21, it's going to be hard to fight it. After the break. Yep. Would you like to support Fakeologist.com and all the content we're creating? We operate on the value for value principle, where you pay whatever you can for whatever value you feel you've received. We accept donations in almost every form from PayPal to Bitcoin. Please go to Fakeologist.com forward slash donate for your payment options. Thank you for your support. Derek from Rhode Island at the Fakeologist, Saturday, January 21, 2023. Any closing comments? I'm kind of talked out today. Yeah, yeah, no, nothing really more to say. Um, like I said, just popped in and say hi and listen, and uh, maybe I'll catch you tomorrow. Did you do the? Did you do a bumper? I forget. Yes, I did. I did. Okay. Did a couple. Yep. I wonder if I clipped it. Have you ever heard it? I haven't heard it, no, but um I mean I it didn't maybe a month ago. Yeah. Well if you go to fake eleven dot com forward slash bumper if you want to do it again, then it'll be a separate email. Uh, if you want to do that, okay. fake11.com forward slash bumper. Do it again. Um, if, if, can't hurt. Can't hurt. And I'll get a separate email on that. Yeah, I will. I will. Yeah, I set okay. that all up. Fake11.com forward slash bumper. All right. Not a Everyone problem. Everyone can do that as well. Everyone do it. All right. Take care. Over and Good out. Good day. Good day. Over sir. and out. Over and out. That's all, folks.